Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is uh, September 1st. The time is about 11.30 a.m. Reddy and Noon PC has been conducting Zoom conference or conference call from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please let our team know that you're a newcomer. You have to let our team know to everybody, not to me, because there are people who are assisting me. Please let our team know that you're a newcomer. Shrutesh? Yes. Um, um, uh, I can't, they can't leave messages to everybody. Can you correct it, please? Yes, Rahul, it's done. Yeah, uh, hi, Rahul. So I have one uh, very small question. Uh, so basically, we, uh, my spouse want to travel on uh, advanced payroll to USA, but uh, uh, her passport is uh, valid until Feb uh, 2023. So it has mm-hmm. to be more than six months to come to use? No, she can come in. Anytime, even one, two months. Yes. So when we call travel agent, they said it has to be six months, probably. What uh, travel agent? Alana. Are you going somewhere? You no, know, coming from uh, India to US. I mean, my wife is in No, you, you, can, you can come in. You okay, can so come we in. can directly book the flight in online. Yes. In airbase and, okay, yes. Next person. Please. Thank you so much. Parvati? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Go ahead, ma'am. I can hear you. Go ahead. Thank you for taking my question. Uh, I had a question. Uh, I was planning to travel to Mexico for AVR. Does my spouse need to accompany me or can I travel alone? We recommend that your spouse spouse travel with you, though. But is it absolutely needed? No. If your spouse travels with you, you have a 98% success rate. If he does not, you have a 95% success rate. Okay. Yeah, because everything is expiring for me in September 23rd, and it's my application has been pending since May. So there's no update on it yet. I think so. If, yeah, try, ma'am. I mean, it's working for almost all the people. You should okay. try. Next person, please. Thank you so much. Anudi? Uh, I, uh, my um, my wife has a H1 slot on September 22nd. She is converting from OPT uh, and her H1 starts on 1st of October. Can she go for H1 stamping in India on September 22nd and come back after October 1st? Okay, repeat again. I missed some point here. So my wife has is currently on OPT and uh, she got H1 slot for September 22nd in India. 
uh, but her H1 starts from 1st of October. Can she travel in September to India and get the stamping done and travel back to US after 1st of October? After getting the stamping. Technically speaking about, you can get the stamping 10 days before the time. So technically she's right. She can go because it's 22nd in October. Uh, September is only 30th, is right? So she yeah. should be fine. But sometimes these officers, they don't understand it and they may get confused on it. Hey, why are you coming before? There is a chance that it's a little bit risk that they may call her to come for an interview. Okay. okay. I would thank you. If it is, if you can get an appointment after October, that will be fine. If not, try it. At the most, they will tell you to come for an interview. Okay. Next person, please. Thank you. Madam. Namaste, sir. Yes, go ahead. I'm with a, a single employer, never changed. This is uh, related to the green card uh, application that's been uh, going forward. So, so I'm with a single employer, never changed. Uh, my initial I-140 was an, under uh, EB2 prior to date, uh, mm -hmm. April 30th, 2012. Mm -hmm. So in 2020, October, I uh, downgraded it to EB3 uh, and uh, that was on uh, as an amend. And then uh, mm -hmm. I filed medicals and uh, along with uh, the AOS bundle, the total bundle. Now, I know the story. Yeah. Now, last year I, I got my EB3 approved, uh, sorry, uh, mm -hmm. I-140 approved. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, so is my, so I never filed, a, a inter, I never did an interfile or a refile. You can, the best thing right now is for you to file an I-140 under EB2 again. Get it converted to premium processing and then you do the interfiling. But go ahead, you're speaking something. Yeah, so so am I eligible for any uh, this uh, tab that uh, that uh, you release the video? Uh, I would not. I would not recommend you do that. Okay. 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 So okay. It, it's only two and a half month away in uh, EB three right now. So is uh, interfiling or refiling recommended? I I, I I recommend it because you won't lose anything. Okay. You won't lose right, anything. Sir. Okay. So uh, my, my only concern is the uh, ability to pay for my employer, the RFE. I, I you got are working that, uh, with that last time. You are working for that company for all the time. Right, right. So, <laughs> I mean, why, if you're working for it, the probabilities of denial is very less. Okay. okay. All right. Thank next, you. Next person, please. Rao. Uh, hello, Rahul. Uh, this is Rao. Uh, my question yes. is about um, recently I have yesterday, two days ago, I have received an RFE uh, for my medicals. So my case is, nice. uh, uh, my case is here, uh, you know, I'm originally EB2, then downgraded to EB3 and moved to a new company and the new company filed a I-485J right at the same time when I got my H1B transfer. So mm -hmm. technically um, my, my PD is not current, right? My, my PD is not current, but I still received RFE for my medical. So is it? Is it, is it something like saying that my green card is moving or? Yes. Because the reason I'm asking is. is that, I, would, uh, okay. I, would, I would file a TUB. Watch the video that I sent you yesterday. Okay. Okay. In YouTube. And I would recommend that you do the TUB letter with the medical. Okay. Okay. The, the reason I brought this up is that another question is I didn't file my spouse for my spouse during the time due to other reasons. Ah. Um, so what should oh. I do now? 
can i file i485 for my wife e- at this point is she on is she on h1b or what we say she is yeah she has got her own h1 y4 i485 i got your point she, i would yeah, i would, I would, rec- I would recommend to consult me privately okay 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 thank you so much next person please ramya gatri can you give him a link for the consultation ramya go ahead oh uh, hey uh, uh, so i'm in uh, us with h1b visa my husband has to go to canada and he's working from canada right now so with my h1b status can i stay in canada and work for a us company the same way how everyone is doing working for h1b in us when you are working in canada you don't belong to us ma'am you belong to canada you come under the jurisdiction of canada do you have a work permit to work in canada that's the thing you need to ask a canadian lawyer as per we are concerned though you are in canada you don't belong to us you can do whatever you want to i mean people in india are working in usa right they don't need h1b to work here uh, okay you see my no, point I, i have a, yeah i got your point i have a h1b but still will like get any questions if i stay in canada and uh, i'll get paid with us it, it, h1b is irrelevant for us mhm you're only an h1b when you're in usa you're not an h1b when you're in india or even you're in canada mm-hmm. when you're in india are you an h1b no you're an indian citizen okay so the question you need to ask is how long you're going to go there will canada allow you to work do you have work permit to work in canada yes i got a work permit yes it, will that allow you to work then you can work okay my point is i want to continue the status with h1b so that uh, will i get any problem with it mm-hmm. but how how often will you be coming into this country so i'll be staying two weeks in canada and one week i'll come here and so it's all work from home right so i'll stay in canada for so three weeks you, and i'll ma- travel back for two every weeks. every month every month if you maintain one week you're good you're fine ma'am okay thank you next person please tejashwi people are vexed with us immigration that's the reason they are doing this Hey Rahul, uh, so my question is regarding a birth certificate issue. Um, so currently my birth certificate date is different from what I have in my uh, high school and uh, that is the date that I have continued with all my legal documents. There uh, are what two ways we can do it ma'am. Can you correct the birth certificate? Uh, that would be, I don't Which know, state we find it it's difficult. Uh, we, we are from uh, Uttar Pradesh. Uttar Pradesh. Uttar Pradesh. I'm pretty aware of that, Captain Dehradun. Um, one, they, you can change the entire thing from the scratch. You can go to passport office, change it from there, and change it in the social security office, change it everywhere. That is a better way of doing it if you, uh, if you don't want to face any problem with immigration. Okay. Uh, wouldn't that process take time? Is there anything else that we could try? What, is, what where are you right now in in 485 status are you coming uh, here to no, 485 my 485 status? my um, pd is not current yet so we have not filed for 485 what is your pd uh it's march of 2016 yeah um what i would normally do is get the passport social security corrected though 
And then when you do the H1B extension or H4 extension, you correct it there. So you, whenever anything comes up for extension, you'll try to correct it at that time. Okay. And when you file the 485, there is a, in the page 18, make a note of that, okay? Page 18, you will tell that you have used a different date of birth. And the reason why you changed it is because you found out now your date of birth is actually different. But you never it. had to use a birth certificate in India, okay? Yeah, okay. Sounds good. Next person. Mohan. Hi, I have a quick question. Like, I recently got married to a citizen in India, and I'm an H1B with I-140 approved. I want to go for a stamping in November. So, uh, what are the consequences that I can face, like, putting uh, my stamping and coming back to USA? Did Did you file the 485 here in the United States? No. Um, what are the consequences that uh, just because you got married to U.S. citizen? will not be any positive or negative for you though, for you to get the stamping. Okay. My only problem is what if you don't get the stamping there? What if they get you stuck there? Then it will take three years for you to come here. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so, so there is no like kind of specific uh, guarantee or something. So anything might happen. That's what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, you're just a common Tom, Dick and Harry. You will say that your wife is a U.S. citizen in the DS-160. That won't positively or negatively impact your H-1B application. Why it won't negatively impact? Why do you hear something different? While in the Google, it says that it negatively impacts because you got married to a U.S. citizen. Because H-1B is a dual intent visa, though. So even though you're married to a U.S. citizen, it's not a minus point for you. Okay. So what would you suggest, like, uh, can I go ahead for stamping or like, is it better to wait? For I don't, doing... I, why can't you just file a 485? Did you file a 485? Yeah, I can do that, yeah. Just file a 485, get the AP, I don't know why you're waiting. You can contact our office. Well, I'll give you the, my teammates will give you the email address. You can contact us. And it takes about six months to one year, of course, to get an advance parole. And then you do whatever you want. Okay, cool. Thanks for your Next person, yeah. You know, whenever you go to the consulate, you know, the knife is chopping, you know, maybe you'll get it, maybe you'll escape. It's like a, a James Bond. Okay, the guy escaped. Okay, you're good. Some of the people don't escape. You know, why? Get an advance parole, then you're good. Sai, go okay. ahead. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. So uh, my I-140 is approved and uh, 485 has been filed sometime in April. So uh, the 180 day period is going to be done in October and I'm planning to uh, move to a different job. So uh, do I have to file the supplement J right away? Did, once you, I... did, you, filed, did you file the 485 this April or last April? Uh, this April. So that means that somewhere in October, you're going to move to a different job. Right, right. Uh, and what's your priority? Uh, so I'm EB1. Uh, it's uh, September 2020. So it's current right now. EB1C or EB1A or EB1B? Uh, B. I will not file the 485J supplement though. I will leave it alone. Okay. Only if there is an RFE or if there is an interview, I'm going to file the 485J supplement. Because you're unnecessarily inviting an extra scrutiny though. By filing yeah, yeah. a 485 jail. Okay. Um, I will not and file. I, 
Uh, I had an RFE uh, for uh, Supplement J in sometime in June end, and it was filed by July. I haven't, so I, I, I send them the Supplement J. I haven't heard anything. So I was, I, I just wanted to know if the assurance of USCIS that uh, they'll adjudicate uh, by September 30th, is it only uh, when, for- When you file, when you file a 485, Mm -hmm. Did you filed with the uh, with the I one forty or without the I one forty? So the I one forty was approved, and a month after that, uh, so a couple of months after but that. Did, so did you not file with I four eight five J when you file a four eight five? I'm not sure about that. There, there was an RFE uh, in June. Uh, so uh, so typically, when you file a four eight five without an I one forty, you're supposed to file. You're supposed to file. I-485J. Okay. And that's the reason they issued an RFE. So it's not an indication that something good is working out. Actually, because there is a faulty thing in your application, that's the reason they issued an RFE. Okay. When do we not include the 485J supplement? If you are filing EB1, I1, EB1, B, I140 along with the 485, then we don't include the 485J supplement. So somebody did a mistake by filing a 485 without the I-485J supplement. Okay. Okay. Um, and uh, so by September 30th, the USCIS says that they'll adjudicate most pending 485. So is that only for EB2, EB3 or? No, it's for you two. Okay. Your case moves to somewhere, some, uh, it's in NBC right now? Uh, yes, it is in NBC. Yeah, that's good, ma'am. Most probably it will be adjudicated now. But I would not file a 485J supplement for you. Next person, please. Hello? Yeah. Uh, so uh, my wife is working on L1A and I'm working in L2EAD. And uh, uh, actually our I-94, that is L1 extension and L2 extension is up to, that is now 2023 February. And we also filed uh, uh, EB1 concurrent in the last June and the biometric is done on July. Uh, but our attorney says that the company attorney uh, says that that is now, she's getting maxed out by October 15th. Okay. Because the reason is she used the H1B um, prior to the L1 without cooling period. So she has to either we have to go out of the country or their attorney says that, that you can stay in the country but without working. So is that that's right? Correct? That is right. But just because the L1 is extended, she cannot use it if it's beyond seven years. Okay, yeah, but uh, I did so uh, both of them will lose the job. I, I got a EAD until that is an LT EAD until February 23. No. Can I work? No, you if she doesn't have an L1, you don't have an L2. So for me, but you work, can I have a, yeah, I can I have an 18 years old H1B where I'm just you know, uh, I'm not at all used stamped and then expired 18 17 years back. Now, can I go for an uh, without perfection and then work? If yes. I do that, yes. what will happen to my status? But that's fine. Your status will be an adjustment of status. You can file a H1B, get the H1B approved and work on H1B. Okay. You'll and still get the green card along with your wife. Okay. Is there any way we can speed up by through you? Like, you know, any ways there like June applied and... Um, no. First of all, your I-140 is not approved. Yeah, all are concurrent actually. Yeah, there, there is nothing you can do. There is nothing I can do. Next person, please. Sudhir? Hi Rahul, uh, March 2012 is my priority date. 
I have filed in uh, downgrade and then another story. Yes, and then again refiled. Uh, but uh, both my old 485, new 485, they're both in Phoenix Field Office right now. Last nice. week, both the 485Js are approved. I got the mail. But now the question is, uh, I called USAS yesterday and they said the new 485 that's filed in 2021 October is administratively closed. I do not know what that means. And the USAS and uh, the old 485 for me and my wife, they're both in case remains pending. Uh, well, which one was administratively closed? The old one or the new one? New one. I don't know why the I I I do I don't know why you called. They are giving all wrong information. Okay. So they might have administratively closed your old file because they might have approved your current file. Though I don't believe what they are telling on the phone. Though I totally agree with you, but I had that information, so I wanted to see if, what they were doing in the background. So I I don't I don't believe their statement. I don't want you to call them. I don't want you to do anything. Just wait. Okay. okay? By calling though, they're pulling the file out of the line, guys. You don't understand it, how the system works. We have some lawyers who work with immigration. They tell us how the things work out. They're, the line is going and then they're pulling it out. Okay. So okay, don't I'll not do anything right now. It's in Phoenix okay. office, don't do anything. Next person, okay. please. Kiran? Hi, Rahul. Uh, thank you for this opportunity. Um, I downgraded uh, in October 2020. Um, got my I-140 approved uh, last month. Uh, have EAD advanced parole from EB3. And in April of this year, I refiled in EB2. Uh, my I-485 J got approved. Uh, so the, it is in NBC right now. So my question is, I'm still maintaining my H-1B status. If I use my EB3 EAD to renew my driver's license, will I lose my H1B status? No, you won't. Uh, if I use my advanced parole to travel, will it going to have any negative impact on my EB2 application? No, you won't. And based on your experience, um, because my iPod 485J got approved uh, for EB2, uh, Based on your experience, how long will it take usually to get a green card after 485J approval? There are times where 485J was a, never approved, green card got approved. There are times 485J got approved and after one year still applications are pending. Typically a month's time would be ideal after the 485J, but it's not all the time. I would say about 60% of the time within one month. Next person, please. Praveen. If you're Hi, a newcomer, Rahul. let our team new, new, uh, know, guys. Go ahead, Hi, Rahul. Uh, th thanks for uh, opportunity. I filed all those downgrade and upgraded interfiled, and my case moved into the uh, San Bernardino field office. And I they issued an RFE for medical. I did send a medical RFE, responded on Monday. But like yesterday afternoon, I checked the soft copy. Uh, the doctor has missed the COVID vaccine date. Uh, when it was received, but he did mark as like, I completed the COVID vaccine and in the remarks, he mentioned COVID vaccine, what I taken. Uh, but like I have already sent and USCS received the document and updated correspondence has received and they are reviewing it. 
I don't know whether should I send. I got an additional copy from doctor yesterday with all those information filled in. Send, uh, send but it. My, uh, but send like it. I was, I was like scared if I send again for that RFE, uh, will they pull? Because since it's already updated in the system, that's yeah, uh, I know that's a, that's a that's that's a judgment call you have to make. They will pull out. Yeah, that's why I'm scared. Like I don't that's, because dependent. You have to. You, my depend. Take a coin and take it out. taken up opinion because i don't have a fixed opinion on it next person okay. please sorry about that iphone hello hi hi rahul yes this is go ahead to be um rahul actually um, um this is for my wife my wife is working in india because she got a job there uh, we however had her h4 ead applied here in us uh now mm -hmm. it's time for h4 ead extension can we have uh, can she come to us get her h4 extension filed before uh -huh. december it that's the end of my current uh, i797 okay your 797 is expiring in her h4 is expiring in december is right oh sorry just i, I filed for h1b extension for which i got approved uh, until 25th uh, uh, 2025 june so and she is in india now and she is doing a job there our, our goal is if she can come and file her h4 ead extension and once approved she can she can she can, she, she, can she can come here and apply for h4 plus ead extension h4 but she will do the consular processing actually so will that not so help? so wait wait so you mean to say that she is going to go get the h4 approved until june 2025 Yes, yes, she, yes. She has a consular uh, appointment uh, in September twenty-eight this month. So I hope she should get her three so, years. So, so she will, she will, she, she will, she will get it until June two thousand twenty-five. She can come here, apply for the year extension. She can travel back to India. Not a problem. Okay, not a problem, and that won't get denied or anything. No, sir. Absolutely not. The year will okay. be approved. Okay, Next sir. Sir, once. Sir, good. Go iPhone, go ahead. iPhone, go ahead. You know how difficult it is to get uh, the appointment. So what I did was like uh, uh, before my H one B, I booked her H four uh, stamping appointment at the consulate. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. That's not a problem. That's not a problem. No, no. When she's Sir, I, when she's you booked it before your extension is approved. Oh yes, yes, you got it already. Yes, and now yeah, that's fine. Now H one B extension is approved. So she has to carry what, sir? Both the IDS one sixty forms. So we have to carry, like, what document we have to carry? How they will know actually? Like, um, she will submit your H one B approval, new H one B approval, along with her passport. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Thank you. Next person, please. Swati. i am on h4 ead and my uh, husband applied 485 uh, along with me uh, in june my receipt date mm -hmm. is 23rd june and uh, uh, in uh, eb2 straight uh, it went to nbc uh, and actually uh, i got emergency in my family uh, last week my sister passed away so i called uscsi for uh, emergency ap and they asked me for death certificate uh, to provide Uh, in 72 hours so uh, what you say do you recommend to uh, 
to emergency ap because last i uh, heard your videos that you said uh, mostly you're don't. pulling yeah but it's up to you ma'am it's your personal it's very sensitive what you're doing it's up to you i mean it will just delay the green card that's all there's a chance yeah. for delay of the green card but yeah you already pulled it out of the file by requesting an emergency not so requested well. yet just no no i just uh, i just called them and asked if uh, uh, what i can do that's that's, they... that's up to you swati that's up to you swati if you want to proceed with it or not okay that's too personal okay. for you all i can tell is that if you do the emergency you, you are pulling it out of the line your approval rate going uh, getting approval by september 30th will go down that's all okay but you have no, okay is, so so uh, are there uh, chances so should i wait uh, until september and then i can that's uh... that's up to you ma'am that's up to you okay. that's up to you i mean is but, you know i cannot tell you. not to go mm -hmm. there is a chance for delay okay okay so i thought Next. it might be cool uh, for ap and they will check and if it is everything good because it is straight and in nbc so they will approve uh, Maybe I thought that's why, but no, no, it's going to. It's the other way around. They will delay the green card. Next person, please. Krishna Murthy. Hi, um, I have a question. So I filed my uh, I four eighty five in October twenty twenty. So my priority date is August twenty fourteen. So um, my question is: um, so after filing my I four eighty five, I changed my company. um so while I, i i did a concurrent file i4 i140 and i485 my i140 is uh, approved with the previous employer so now that i've changed the company um uh, my uh, my immigration team said like i asked them to file an i485j and they said like don't file i485j um until you go for an interview or or they asked for an rfe like just like rfe yeah so my question here is um uh, my i recently received an rfe for my medical and i i submitted my medical and uh, now the case status is in uh, case remains pending okay my question is after receiving my green card uh, will there be any other issues uh, because like i changed my employer and i, I haven't no sir. My... no sir if you get the green card nothing will be an issue you'll be good okay and uh, now the case is remains pending the status uh, so do you think i'll be adjudicated before september 30 very good chance which field office your case is uh, nbc it was in nbc yeah did they did they require, did you submit the tub letter along with the medicals transfer of underlying basis no no just the medical certificate and you filed an eb3 is it right that's right yes yeah i want you to I watch did. this video i want you I to said. watch this video okay that we posted yesterday all right okay i just want you to watch this video okay um okay i'll give it to you in a minute okay so um so what is this about like can you give me a quick I want you to watch this video. It's a, just a twenty-minute video. I want to watch it. Okay, it addresses most of the questions you didn't ask, ask me. Um, if you have any messages, guys, you can leave it to me. I will try to answer. If you are a newcomer, please let me know in the new messages, guys. 
Yeah, you can use uh, you can use the email approval alloc to file the four eight five. You can use that. Four eight five BD straight filing sitting in NBC. FP fingerprints done in June. No moment after that. Anything concerning? No, just don't do anything, Sharif. You need to ask question uh, if you are a newcomer. Cyber security applicants security fall under the technology alert list. This is regarding uh, regards to H1P. Uh, that's a little bit complicated issue. Normally, though, just cybersecurity automatically doesn't fall into the banned list of H1B, but you may, uh, we may want to look into very closely um, whether it is in the uh, customs banned list. Um, you you don't have a stamped US visa. Yeah, they may require a visa stamping before you go to Mexico, ma'am, unless you have an advanced parole. K Sharma. Ryan, my H1B is approved till 2000. My wife H4 ED is still in process. Is she eligible for automatic as her current identity for expires in September? No. She, you need to do the automatic revalidation extension. Um, I will give you a video just for you. You need to watch it though. She may have to go to Mexico. In fact, I'm going to Mexico today. Yes, uh, she may have to, she has to go to Mexico. If you're a newcomer, let me know guys. In the, uh, my elder sister is citizen. So my mother has applied I-130 and December received receipt notice. And so my mother currently has her application status showing pending. And if she can travel on B2B1. No, no, you said you the I-130 has been filed, but has a 485 been filed? I don't know whether your mother filed a 485 or not. No, she cannot travel on, she cannot travel on B2, B1, B2, ma'am. She has to wait for the 485 to be filed and have the advance parole approved before she travels, once the I-130 has been filed, because her intention to stay in the United States is expressed. Uh, I am Pavani. My prior date is number AB2 refiled in April case in Cincinnati field office. Nice. What the, which is local to me? When can I expect? Well, it can be an interview. Uh, if the interview, most probably it will be in September last week, then you may get the green card without interview. We don't know if it's a local office. If it's a non-local office, you have more advantage. Shankar, after RFE response, it may take one month. It may take one year for them to approve the EB1C green card. My father's name spelling was wrong on my receipts. Why would your father's name will be there on the receipts though? So I'm a bit worried why your father's name is there. Case remains pending in New York field office. Nothing can be done right now. Uh, you just have to wait right now, uh, Badam. Uh, middle name is wrong in the 765. Yeah, I wouldn't bother about that. I don't know why you have bothered about it. But anyway, 
if you already submitted the request, don't do anything anymore right now. Yeah, that will lock your uh, daughter's age uh, alone. That will lock your daughter's age. Because I-140 is approved, she's under 21, file 485, final action date is current, it will lock. Thank you, guys. The next conference call will be tomorrow at 3.30. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.